Hello to everyone and welcome back to the Pretty Bubbles podcast. Um, I'm afraid to all our uh, all our listeners who love our new host Matt. He's not the host today. I'm back. I am joined by Matt, Jamie, and James. How are you doing, fellas? Yep, good mate, good. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, big. He's gone. How do you feel? More importantly, Daryl being back. Uh, I'm not hosting this week. Yeah, he's uh, he's been subbed this week. I I got bad reviews of Matt's hosting last week, so I'm back. (laughs) My popular demand from my avid two followers. Um, nah. Um, it's good to be back. Steph don't like mate. Uh, Steph's my only fan, mate. Right. <laughs> um, I, um, so since my last appearance on the podcast we have well we drew with City lost to Liverpool I believe which well I've, one point's better than what I thought we'd get so I can't complain too much um, let's, let's go straight to Liverpool what was everyone's thoughts of the game on Saturday very impressive how we played actually I thought we'd done really well um, frustrating we didn't get a result Especially with the nature of the goals, but I thought if you you come out of it, you played Man City and Liverpool, played really well in both games, picked up a point. Uh, we're well set. We're really well set. I'm really impressed with where the squad is at the moment. James, um, kind of what Jamie said a little bit. Um, I thought we looked defensively well, uh, really good in the first half against Liverpool. Um, I think they had one shot. In that first half, at Anfield away, you you've got to come away at half time being really proud of yourselves. It's like that was a penalty, which weren't a penalty. Pretty but, much, yeah. yeah, pretty much any team that can only you know, and he had one shot against Liverpool and uh, concedes one shot against them at home is is an achievement. Um, I feel like we missed, we definitely missed Antonio. Um, I'm pretty sure we'll talk about Haller at some point. Um, I said it seems like the lack of. Uh, Antonio, like it allowed Liverpool to sort of creep up the pitch a little bit easier because they weren't getting shut down as quick, um, which does show uh, how much of a good job that Antonio does do when it comes to energy that he gives the team. Um, I think like, it's quite. I feel quite harsh because we were playing Liverpool away, so. Now, whatever criticism you're going to give the team, I feel like it's a bit harsh because, you know, to keep it at a 2-1 loss uh, against a team of that calibre, I still think most most teams, you know, you think, you know what, you've obviously played quite well. You, you deserve, if you got a point, it would have been a well-earned point, which I do think we deserved. Um, it was frustrating. Um, now, I'm going to talk about a little bit of things that, uh, the cons. My cons are... Uh, four nails, basically. Um, he can be the best player on the pitch for a spell of 10 minutes and then completely, like, fuck up a few clear-cut chances and makes the wrong choice of pass right at the end. Bowie must be getting frustrated with him. Um, see, but for, if I was to manage him as, like, a man-manager, I wouldn't want... I probably wouldn't take him off. I would probably still start him, but I would bring Ben Rama on quicker. I think. I think as for Moyes, uh, I think. Yeah. Well, what, how many minutes did he? But did Bowen come on for? Uh, not Bowen, sorry, uh, Ben Rama. Do you remember? No idea. And that oh, went long. Five or 
Yeah, I think he could have done with another ten minutes. Um, but overall, yeah. but <laughs> what I was get, what I was getting at was, uh, you know, it's it was a good performance, and I think this uh, this I'm going to finish on a on a positive. I, I still think we played well enough to go into the next game with a lot more confidence, and uh, I think we, if we don't beat Fulham, what, all this was for nothing. Uh, uh nah. No, that's uh, I think I've heard in a while, and I'll come back to that. I'm going to let Mig talk, and I'll come back to that statement. And I know Jamie didn't like that statement either. Mig, what's your thoughts on it? Yeah, um, it's similar to what everyone else has said. It was an encouraging performance. We played well overall. Um, I think if you, ever, if you ever go to Anfield and look like you've got a chance of coming away with a point, then you've probably done pretty well when it took a, a real them to, to seal the game. Uh, I mean, we, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk more about it, but the penalty was disappointing. But I mean, it's what Salah does. It's a dive, but it's not a dive really. Um, and in as much as there's contact and it's probably a penalty just because of that, but the, the merely makes of it just makes it so infuriating. Um, I called him going down the middle as well, by the way, but you can't just stand there as a keeper, can you? So that's, that's a bit annoying. But um, I think the game overall, I, I, I think James is a bit harsh on four nails, really. Um, I think I don't think anyone had a bad game. I don't think I think it's harsh to call anyone out for unfair criticism, really. Um, he took the goal really well. Um, I would have put my house on him blazing over. Huh? One person I'll give criticism to, but it's not four nails. I'll let you carry on. Oh. If it's Aaron Cresswell, Aaron Cresswell by any chance. You. No, it's not Aaron Cresswell either. But <laughs> I'll, I'll come back to my... I'll, I'll go through my points. Um, but, yeah. Um, obviously, we missed Antonio, as, as James said as well. He's, it's just the, the mobility you miss, really. You can't... With Haller, you can't really clear into the channels because um, uh, he's not got the pace to run onto the balls that Antonio has. So, it's, it's, a, it's you're playing with a different type of striker and when you're trying to play someone in a, in a system that doesn't necessarily suit them it's anyone's going to look out of place um so that, that that was tricky really but i think overall very encouraging um we go into the fulham game uh I, again i don't think it's all for nothing if we don't go and beat fulham because i think we are in such a stronger position than we expected to be at this time of the season. It'd be obviously be very nice to kick on and, and get some more points, but the performances we've put in recently are very encouraging. So um, I think I'll tell you why uh, I we're think in the position. And the only way is... Right now, right, we are eight points better off than where we all thought we'd be at this point. Um, I think we expected to have some sort of points, probably not to the extent we are. <sighs> After that Newcastle game, where we all sat in that podcast, and like, wow, that was bad. No one thought we were going to get much. Maybe yeah. Nick Saint here or there. Not we were. None of us would have thought we'd have beat would have would have um, beat Wolves at Andy, beat Leicester at Andy, got a point against City, and another point in there somewhere. No one would have thought that. So yeah. we, we can't say it would be a waste if we lose to Fulham because Fulham are now fighting for their life already. Yeah, but okay, maybe if you don't get a result against Fulham. But as long as you get a result, you have to get a result against Fulham or Sheffield United. Always no point. Like, we it's got, now, yeah, that, I agree. It's the point in getting these points against these teams is then the teams we need to be, we don't get points against. But that you're right. But it's still not, it's still like, oh, oh, what we should have done then is we should have lost all eight games and then beat Fulham and Sheffield no, United. No, it's not. That's, that's no, what you're saying. It's not you're what saying, he's saying. You're, he's saying it's a waste of, you're saying it's an absolute waste if we don't beat Fulham. Just means you've not progressed properly. 
What's like, the, like our aspirations as a team now should not be to stay up. That's what I'm saying. But that is where we still are. We'd have taken that. We'd, we'd have, we, we are still the same team. All right, we've had some great results, but until we see something going forward, uh, without Antonio, yeah, you right, just answer that question. Liverpool's a, Liverpool is a great is a great. We lost, yeah, without Antonio, right? You're going into Fulham. If we lose, right, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be fuming because they might they might nick something out of us. But it's, it's not a waste. It's same as Sheffield United. It's not a waste. But if you go eight from points is, eight, eight points is more than what we should have. Yeah, but if we then don't get points against Fulham or Sheffield United, where we before it would have expected points, it. I personally think we need to get three points minimum from those games. We need nine out of them four games coming up. Because I, if we we if we win, we only if we win, we only go tenth. Are you are you are you? Are you... No, if okay. we win, look, if okay. we win, we only go tenth. If we lose, we drop down to probably sixteenth, maybe seventeenth. We've got a good platform to build upon. That's what we're saying. What's the point in building I a didn't platform? Say, did I say we hadn't? I didn't no, say we had. But it's it like... absolutely pointless to, to get eight points and then lose. No, but that's what we're saying. We're saying build on that platform and go on. Otherwise, what's the point in winning these, getting the points that we've got and then not getting anything from what's the, the game? Of, what's, the, what's, the point of getting, what's the point of losing any game? Because you're not trying to that's lose. That's what we're saying. No, there's clearly you just don't understand what we're saying. I completely understand I what James is saying. It, makes no absolute it does no make sense. sense. It, it does, does make sense. It does make sense. What you're saying. Let's move on because I'll end up I'll end up getting the right arm. Let's move on. Get the arm, um, but you, you can disagree. But yes, yeah, but but you but the silly statements like that will give people the arm, and it's, it's not so, Yeah, but you're you're it's getting stable. the arm. I think what you're saying is giving me the arm because it's stupid. It's you're no. ridiculous. Right. Move on. Right. Fight. Haller is a ball bag. My my only my, my player that I have to give no credit to whatsoever for that performance is Haller. All right, he's up against Liverpool, not their best two centre halves in the world, and I thought Haller was for for a bloke who's forty five million pound worth of money, who's sort of on his last chance saloon at West Ham anyway because of the way Antonio's playing. He gives absolutely nothing to that team on Saturday. Right after Fulham, if he has a bad bad performance against Fulham, I don't want to see him start again. See, I I I would once again say we haven't got the depth though, and I don't think we're playing to his system. Anytime yeah. he's been really good for West Ham or Frankfurt, what have we noticed? But he's Joe, played, but he's played with someone. The yeah, system, but we've got we've got eight points playing a system that Moises Moises put in for Antonio. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, which, okay, we haven't got Antonio, so you take him out. But Haller has to fit in. It can't go, oh, Haller's in now, we've got to change our system totally. He has to work hard. He doesn't yeah. work hard. But, Dale, you, you also have to adjust the system to kind of suit the players you've got. But every I, other I agree every, with every other, other player settled into that system. You can't change the system for one player. No, no, if no, you're no, changing that's... the system for one player, don't play and put Bowen up front and play Ben Rama. But we say that about Bowen. Bowen's never played up top in his life. Um, he played up. Oh. He played right wing. He played. Uh, as a... Go and look at. Go and look at his stats last year. What positions he played the most? He played his most games last year for Hull up front. Striker. I'm pretty sure he played right I'm inside. Pretty sure he did because I looked it up at the start of last year. What do you think, so, Nick? <laughs> I just don't. Well, if that's the case, I'd go two up top because everyone has noticed Hall has always been better when he's had a striking partner. But 
right now, I would go... When Antonio's fit, Antonio's your number one striker. There's no doubt about that. No one's argued that. I just think right now, if we can expect the best out of Haller, we need to play him at a strike part. He was outplayed by that Nathan Williams by an absolute mile, and it was really disappointing that he was lazy. Because I do actually think that was the reason we couldn't really get a grasp back into the game because our outlet weren't offering anything. But the main thing I'd say is if he's not going to work the way he is at the moment, and I think we do need to change something if we're expecting a change. I also potentially think this is the perfect game to try and get back some control because Fulham are terrible defensively on paper. But I would personally change this formation in the team for some Saturday. I think, right, OK. So I kind of, I can see what Daryl's saying because Hella, he, he just looks so lethargic on the pitch. And him not doing what Antonio does um, allowed them to play out from the back a lot of the time. And which you expect them to have possession, of course, because it's Liverpool and it's that they're at home, right? Um, but then I also agree with you, Jamie, the fact that he's playing a role that he doesn't play. It's, it's almost yeah. like sticking a, a, a striker in defence, almost. I wouldn't, I, know I wouldn't start him if uh, Antonio's fit. Not a chance. And I would keep to the system that we have been playing that's been working. But if we are going to be playing Haller while Antonio's injured, I would just shuffle it around a little. To what then, Jay? So we've got eight points off a of, of game which we shouldn't have played. What formation do you play? I would potentially go to... Um, I think I'd potentially go four at the back. What? I think... You've just, just got eight points out of teams that we shouldn't have got points out, right? With Chris Wells playing best football as a centre-half at the moment with Ogbonna and Balbena. Masawaku is coming to that side playing... He's probably been our best player for the last four weeks. And you're like, we'll go, we'll go four yeah. at the back. Uh, we'll change to get out. But no Dale, playing five at the back against teams that are going to come at you is very much the Fulham where you're playing a different sort of game. Against Fulham, you're going to expect to have 55% of possession of the ball, while Liverpool... But, and but they, don't sit, they, don't sit as, they don't sit as defenders yeah. in, do they, Joe? They sit as midfielders. They don't they play as midfielders. Finish. You've got to change it, because if we... I'm not going to be surprised if we go with the formation we play, if we look a little bit toothless, because I don't think we're going to have the creativity in our team. That's why I change the system ever so slightly. I said this the whole time. that It wouldn't surprise me with the current formation we're playing if we look toothless against the better sides because we're designed to counter-attack. I, I don't agree. You're disagreeing because with you're saying, you're saying They can play. They haven't got to be a five at the back. They can be a three at back. And the Masawaku and Kufal then play as attacking wing-backs. They don't have to sit at five. We get on top of them and we just attack. Like change the formation. We've just took, last year every time we played four at the back, and when we did this year, we looked terrible. Yeah, I'd go into like a three four three. If we go four at the back, if we go four at the back, they beat us. Mitch, Mitrovic will now add two centre halves. Even though Mitrovic has been terrible all season. What? Well, standard West Ham, isn't it? I just personally think. What's that? Mitrovic got two assists at the weekend. Oh, then perfect Thanks, against West Brom. West Brom, to be fair, the worst team in the league. But I just, right now, I sit there and think, I expect us to get a result at the weekend, but I potentially think if we're going to go Haller up top, 
we need to change the system slightly for him. But I, it wouldn't surprise me if he's dropped, and I wouldn't blame him if he drop got dropped. Nah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised either. But at the same time, I, I do think he, he's going to get, he's going to bit played again, and uh, I just think we'll see Ben Rama a little bit sooner. And I think when Ben Rama comes on, I think it will suit Haller's game a little bit more. Ben Rama's um, last game for Brentford was uh, against Fulham. He's got two goals. Well, right, can I ask you a question then, James? How does Ben Rama suit Haller more? Because he probably plays similar to the way that Dean Garner played. So he, whereas uh, you think Fournells, he's, Fournells is not an out-and-out winger. He's can naturally... I, can I ask a question, right? You're, you're, you're making a statement like that. Did you watch Ben Rama and Watkins play at all much last year? No. I just but, know he's I just know he's a winger. He's wrong. <laughs> but Ben Rama, Ben Rama isn't someone that's gonna it was pumping balls in the box every five seconds to to to, to assist someone like um Haller. Watkins isn't really that sort of player. So we just I think I think Ben Rama's more of a Bowen. He's he's gonna he's gonna run at people, he's gonna attack at people, he's gonna be direct, he's not gonna pump balls in the box. I don't think it works. I think you, I think you, pl- you play all of them and you drop Haller. But who, what, you but who do you bring in for Haller? I'd, I'd play Bowen, Bowen up the top, yeah, and then you bring Ben Rama into that role where Bowen is, or swap him and four nails around, and you and you go false nine and you attack them. Let tell Bowen to run run ragged like Antonio does for ninety minutes. Uh, that's that's what suited us down to the ground for the last eight weeks. Why change it? Yeah, but as I still say, this is going to be a totally different game to what we've played for the last seven because I would, uh, we're expect we're probably expected to make more of a front foot against this game, and that's what uh, my slight worry is: like, are we going to be the same team when we're expected to be on the front foot all ninety minutes? This is what. Is young so... enough to think that he can do that? Sorry, Mick, go on. I'll let you talk. This um, it's. It's very harsh to judge Haller on one one start against uh, the current champions. Um, admittedly, against the weakened defence, uh, and I agree with what everyone said in that if Antonio's fit, he's your first choice, no matter what. But the thing that Antonio is very strong and uh, strong at is not just holding the ball up, but is as we said, getting in behind the balls in the channels, chasing onto it. You're not going to have that much space against the team like Fulham because they're going to sit deeper. Um, so you've got to sort of adjust your game plan a little bit. You've got to be a bit more tactically nuanced. So um, what you're going to have, and back to sort of Jamie talking about going to a back four or a back five, I don't think you change the formation because we've been very successful. Um, we've looked solid defensively in that formation. But what you have is you're going to have your fullbacks probably a bit further, your wingbacks a bit further forward um, more often. And you're going to want to get your your two wingers closer to your striker more often because that we didn't have that on on. Saturday, it was Saturday, wasn't it? We didn't have that. So Haller was very isolated for most of the game um, because you've got men behind the ball, you pump it long, and then he's he's on his own against their defence. So what you need in a game against a team like Fulham is you need your your wingers, so whoever they be, um, probably obviously Fournals and Bowen, to be getting closer to Haller more often because, as Jamie said, what his strengths are are bringing other people into game when he's had... Historically, he's playing as a front of two or or left on the front three at, at Frankfurt. So it's it's very harsh just to say he's had one bad game. It's against Liverpool. He shit drop him. I mean, obviously, yes, he he doesn't 
give you what Antonio gives you, but at the moment, he's our only fit out-and-out striker. We know he can finish uh, because we've seen him do it. He did it in the League Cup. He's done it last season. So just to throw him out straight away and go, all right, I'll agree. If he has a bad game against Fulham and he doesn't perform, then maybe you want to look at Sheffield United and go, okay, how can we change things uh, and maybe do a false nine or like put Yarmolenko through the middle or anything like that. But I think it's very early just to, to go, oh, he's had one bad game. Let's get rid of him. To be fair, I think he plays, and I, I'll be happy to see him play, but to change the formation for one player doesn't work for me. No, no, no. But I would say you're changing it to play against a team where you're more on the front foot. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, how would you make this out then, Jay? You change the formation, right, to suit one player, you lose 3-1. What do you say then? My, that's terrible by Moyes, because I you would... Doubt, but I didn't but say I one player, for God's sake. I said to change the way you're playing against a team where you're going to be more on the front foot. That's what I'm potentially saying. I'm potentially worried we're not going to be able to get runners into the box on top. Even with Antonio, I'm not sure if we would be able to be on the front foot and create as many not, chances from our midfield. Not, right? Okay, I understand what you're saying, right? But if you, if you play the three at the back system that we're playing now, yeah, because it is when you're up against it, you go five at the back. Yeah, because we know Masuak and Kufa will drop in. But when we're not up against it, which we've not seen, what's stopping them playing as high up as possible? Then you've got an extra two men to go with it. You've got Bowen. You've got say um, four now, so plus your striker. That's two extra men get, getting up there and causing problems. Masuaku can easily get forward and cause them as much problems as possible. You, you go to four at the back, you take them out the side. You're losing that attacking strength as well. So. If you go four four two, I think wouldn't probably take him out, would you? You'd probably play him left wing. I think if I was uh, going forward at the back, I'd probably rock Afro as well. Masawaku's better when he's running on late and he can have that protection. I don't know. It's hard. You can see what formation. That's that's what I'm saying. But um I personally I'm I'm slight I'm more worried for this game. Because I'm not sure. It's going to be the first game since Newcastle where we expected to be on the front foot. And look how it went against Newcastle. This is the game we lose on Saturday. It's your standard West Ham. Exactly. We lose and Saturday. Because but it, doesn't mean, it doesn't mean not changing the formation doesn't mean we're going to win. Yeah, I, I know. But also keeping that formation, I would potentially say, might not make but us you, win. You played, four at the back, you played four at the back against Newcastle and didn't win. So you're saying yeah. four at the back should be working. We didn't do it against... We've done it against I, Newcastle. No, terrible. I would say we've got the... Look, can, yeah, this is where, I think this is where not getting Josh King or not getting uh, Callum Wilson, which yeah. we probably should have signed, is where we fucked up. If we'd had Josh King, I personally think Hallorak, Josh King would have been the perfect partnership for this sort of game. But we have, we're lacking that. Uh, right now, I'm worried there's going to be a hole in this team with whatever formation we go to. I'm, I, I'm not massively confident ahead of Saturday, ultimately. There's a little bit of a worry in my mind because I do think we're better when we're sitting back and the counter, we can counter. I think that's when we're better. I'm, We've always been like that, though. We've been like that for years. I wouldn't say so. There was That year under Pellegrini... Yeah. Year under Pellegrini, though, we were very good at beating the teams below us, but we didn't beat a lot of the teams above us. I think that's the year we beat all the teams in the bottom, like, three or four. Like, we beat I the back. I still think if we go back to that, we, a lot of them games, we weren't really on the front foot. For a long time, though, we haven't been that possession-based side, and we've picked teams off. 
Yeah, I, there's. If Fulham come at us and try and play football, I actually think that would be the best situation for us. I, I'd have no problem this week going to the same thing. And go, let them have the ball, right? We drop deep. We pick the ball off because we're defending so well. Bang, break. They're yeah. at home. They need points. They're desperate for points. Isn't that stopping us doing that? If Moyes has got any sense, I, I'd, I'd let them do it because you're going to go pick their ship defence off. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree, actually. I I would almost set up trying to say to them, like, let's put the pressure on them to try and create the football because then I think the game plan will fall to us. Whether they do that or not, it's, it's another question. Like, it, I'm really interested to see how it goes because... I still stick by my point. We need to get results in these games, or or we're back to square one. Should we? Uh, go That's on a good segue to go on to a, a goal. Yeah. Anyone got a goal? Yes. Go on in, Meg. And on Ferdinand, Volley, edge of the box, about two thousand and six, six. Five, six. Yeah, a- absolute weldy. That yeah. game. Was- We'll be back I was, there, I was yeah. there literally behind the goal. Yes, yeah, nice. the uh, Monday night was it? Yeah, the same game was when Ben Ayun uh, scored his chip. So we yeah. it's got a couple of worldies that game. Been a while since we could claim that. Sweet, yeah, let's go with that. We'll be back shortly. Yesterday, from the set piece, Amy got a half a fist to it, it seemed. And then, oh, what a goal on the turn by Anton Ferdinand! Right, okay, that was Anton Ferdinand's goal against Fulham. I think it was around about 2006. Um, before we go on to the Fulham game, and I've spoke about it already, um, I'm going to ask all three of you a question. I'm going to start with Matt. Um, on Based on the eight games that have gone so far, what grade would you give our season? Ooh, cheeky. Um, the, 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 I would give us a B+. Plus. Uh, it would probably be an A if it weren't for the Newcastle game, purely because I think that was a big letdown. Um, but since then, um, we've overperformed uh, my expectations wildly. So uh, after that, I'd have fully expected us to have zero points at this stage. So eight points is a, a real good start. So yeah, I think I'd go B plus. Go on, Mania. I'm I'm gonna go B. Jamie goes F. No, I'm, I'm going to go B, simply because we're well set. We are very well placed. Oh, but if it all matters be- about the next few games. It's true, man. <laughs> Everton. If we'd beaten Everton in the Carabao Cup, I think I would have pushed it up a grade, uh, half a grade as well. Because we're out of a cup competition, and ultimately I want to see us win a cup competition, which I think plays into it. Um, yeah, B, because... I'm I- sure I said eight games, not the extra Carabao Cup case. You did say this season <laughs> as well, though. Uh, okay. I, that's a grade, though. If we get four from our next two, that could become an A. If we get zero from our next two, we'll become a C. Right, I'm going to go in the middle. I'm going to be an A-. minus. Because I think that... That's not you know, in the middle. Okay, that's that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, because I just think, I feel like yeah, I didn't think about what I said then. I think that uh, school, mate. Yeah, teaching PE, not maths or English. 
Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm going to go with an A minus. That's typical James comment now, wasn't it? <laughs> um, I think that the you know the Newcastle game was a bit disappointing, but since then we've you know we managed to find a, a somehow I don't know if it was through genius or luck found a, a formation that sits. We've had players that have you know performed excellently well this year um, until obviously Antonio got injured um, where it got where it went a bit wrong, but. I think, I don't know, I just, I got, the results that we got, I don't think anyone expected us to win them. So we've already exceeded expectations and we've, they've kind of <laughs> set, they've kind of set a level now that we now expect consistently. Mm. That is, that's, that's kind of um, the issue they've made for themselves in a way, because now we are going into games confident because if we can do that against Liverpool, against Man City, against Wolves, against Leicester, then I expect us to do that against every team in the league. And that's where I think what mine and Jamie's hypothetical comments about formation change will come into it. But we won't go into that again. It's just, but that's why I think we're uh, so far on A minus. What's yours then, Daryl? Going to say what's yours, Daryl? Uh, I'd probably go. I think I'm a B plus just because that Newcastle game, the game we were expected to get something out of, we didn't get anything out of. Um, but I, look, well, I've been a West Ham fan for that long. I, I go into these big games thinking we can get something, which we've done for years. But Fulham on Friday, Fulham coming Saturday, I know what it's going to be like. We'll walk out there thinking we can beat a team like Fulham. We're all confident. We like we're all, we all think we can beat them because of what's gone on. And that will be, uh, and we'll lose quite handily. That's the that's the problem with West Ham. That's why I can't go any higher on that because we've lost to the team we should be beating, and we've got results out of teams we shouldn't be anywhere near. Like that Wolves and Leicester result, especially Leicester since they've been pretty much unstoppable. Like, and we're beating them three four nil where it is. Right. So, if we win the next two out the next three, it will go up to probably an A. But it's still West Ham. I expect us to come out the next three with no points. So, so that's how it is. This, pardon? Classic Daryl optimism. You've got to be, mate. I've I've been a West Ham fan for like thirty years now. This is how it is. I've watched us. I've watched West us beat. I've watched us beat teams like United at home and when they're flying and we've stopped them in the league and stuff like that. And then I've seen us lose to teams that are going to get relegated on like zero points. All right. That's how it is, and that's I'll never change like that. Me, me, I'm this is what, yeah, but, th- but this is what's worrying me about four, five, one, uh, three, five, whatever it is, five, three, five, three, two, five, four, one. Why does it worry you, James? Because we've we played four, four, two against these teams for years and done nothing. Yeah, because that I just think that we're going to struggle to. Uh, they're just going to sit, and we're and we're going to just end up not being able to break them down. They're just going to feed on bit feed off there. Which is what I think Jamie's talking. I can't hear him though. He's probably muted himself. He has muted himself. Also, the same <laughs> thing. If you're playing three, if you're playing three five two and you've got and you've got Haller up there, I, like, and we're saying let's play to Haller's strengths. There's nothing stopping you. Masuaku and Kufawa will be pushing forward to drop crosses in the box, and people get around him. So you want to play to your strengths. It can happen. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm arguing I'd get someone closer to him. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, but that's where, that's where you just push Bowen up forward, uh, further forward. Or Ben Rama. And you tell them both to go and get close. Yeah, that's I what you need. 
you have, it, you have those two wingers getting closer and you also have when you get the opportunity because we will have the opportunities to get those balls into the box um just and that way if you're doing that if that's why you're playing and you push the two wing backs forward you just tell Zucic every time that ball goes wide I want you busting your gut to get in that box because he'll, he'll cause them problems. It's, it's, got, to be, it's, got, to be down, it's, it's got to be tactics then, haven't they? They've got to be a little bit more... You've got to say to players like um, uh, Masteraku, you've got... I, I want you further forward now in this game. Yeah, but, this is the time. Yeah, and without a doubt. But then you also don't want to leave yourself in trouble at the back. And you don't want to go to them every time you get the ball when you to put a ball in the box. Because I, I don't want to see that. I want to still see us play football. This so is it just comes down to people, people with a bit of common sense in that pitch. Declan Rice has got to, as a captain, he's got to see what's going on and sort of try and dictate, as well as Moyes. And Moyes has to do it more than anyone. But we know what he's like, especially with subs. Like, if it's nil-nil with 15 to go, I don't want him leaving it. I want someone on. This is the first game since Newcastle where we have been the bookies' favourite, which is really interesting. And it's Back not like... Fulham. What's that? Back Fulham. Yeah, and we're not short. We're quite short, five to six as well. Which I don't know. It's one of them games where I think if the fans were there, I probably wouldn't be worried. But no fans, I really think it's going to play a part. Yeah, away fans are brilliant as well. It is at Fulham, isn't it? It's at home. It's at home. Is it home? I think then I'd be a bit more worried at home. Yeah, our home fans, especially if we went one 0 down early, it wouldn't take long for them to turn. Um, but not with the current situation the club's in. Right. It wouldn't take them long to turn, mate. Yeah. With the board and stuff like that, it wouldn't take long at all. I think it's actually, it might, it might suit us playing at home in the formation we're in because it's a bigger pitch. For, Chrome Cottage is so small, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's a tiny pitch. Uh, it'd be interesting. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually going to get to sit in and watch the game for the first time in, I think, three weeks. I actually gonna, watched a whole lot. So. You're going to pay your 15 quid. Well, oh, no, did you hear the West Ham statement that they're apparently looking to reduce it before the weekend? They've uh, put... I heard after the international break. No, they're cancelling it after the weekend, but West Ham are looking to reduce it for this weekend. Yeah, because oh, West Ham are one of the teams playing this weekend, which is good. I have to admit, if it become a fiver, I would have no problem paying it. I'd pay every yeah, week. I agree, yeah. Yeah, 15, five pounds, you get a stream that works every week. Yeah, oh, fifteen quid. Fifteen quid, ridiculous money for one yeah. for one game. Good and, news is that and, they do seem to be scrapping it after the international break, which is apparently a couple of the games had less than ten thousand buys. Like that is yeah. pathetic. Yeah, I a think lot, that. A, go on, go on, Jane. No, I was to say, I think that I, I, I think I was hearing on the podcast that might have been like one of the, I think it might have been Leeds or one, one of the bigger teams, but they were getting like no, no one were buying the buying the games. The thing is, thing is with it, what they should have done, really, and I know it's it's hard. It'd be hard on the on the um, TV uh, money going because obviously Sky and BT are paying that money to take teams and uh, um, have football. But they're putting on games that are like last night was was it West Brom Fulham last night? Who was the game on before last night? Brighton, whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Monday night. Sorry, I'm being I'm getting my days wrong. That game before the Leeds uh, Leicester game. Like, unless you're a fan, who's going to buy that? Like, if you're telling me it's, if you're telling me it's less than... I think that Leeds, was the game, Daryl. I think that was it. It had like 10,000 something. If you're telling me it's Leeds, uh, sorry, you're not, um, City-Liverpool, 
and I've and I've uh, there's I've got a pellet with money for it. I'll be a bit like oh, I tell you what, I might I might I might, dive, I might delve into that. And then you put the you put the worst teams on Sky, but obviously Sky are paying the money for the bigger teams. Yeah. So they'd have changed it around a little bit and then gone right. We're going to put like box office games on the box office because we all watch boxing on the box office. Like if you're telling me I've got to pay fifteen quid for a City Liverpool or something like that, I might be a bit more tempted to do it, but not for Fulham West Brom. I just checked the news. It is confirmed that he's going to be cancelled after the international break. Now it's just got to be sorted, the deal. And also, Mark Lawrenson, for the first time in 1,638 days, he's predicted a Liverpool loss. Yeah, I saw that. It's been over four full seasons. He hasn't predicted them to lose. <laughs> Watch him win now. Yeah, it'd be fucking yeah. typical, wouldn't it? Standard. Um, but, um, we, are, we are sort of dragging on. Um, I think we've all sort of spoke about team news and stuff. I'd, I'd like to personally see Ben Rahman. and I think he will get a bit more of a game this week. But let's go to predictions. Uh, Matt, you've been very quiet on this podcast so far because some people are arguing. Um, oh, hello, Pot. My name's Kettle. I, I haven't argued. I've just... Um, I can't hear you, I've just, said, I've just said my piece, mate. Uh, me, give me a score prediction. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pull away from my popcorn for a minute while I've just been sitting back and enjoying the entertainment. <laughs> um, but I think I will go... Ooh, ee, ooh. Oh, do I want to be a little bit outrageous here? Three nil win. So I just don't, no, I just don't think they've got much about them. I know they beat West Brom two nil um, at the weekend, or was it Monday? I can't remember. Two nil. It was the weekend, weren't it? No, it was Monday. My days have got so bad. Yeah, it was Monday night. Uh, it was the I game before before the uh, Leicester Leeds game. Leicester. Yeah, so. Um, I know they, they picked up some points there, but that's against the poor West Brom side. But other than that, they've looked fairly toothless this season. Um, I've, I was expecting much more from Mitrovic when he came back up because he's uh, he's often a real handful de- for defences. Um, he fantasy but, team? No, nah, he's not he been in at all. He wasn't. Uh, so I've picked up... I mean, they've got points in two of their last three games now. Um, I think if we keep Lookman quiet, because he, he'll be a real handful. Um, but if we can keep Lookman quiet and deal with Mitrovic's aerial presence then I think we'll be fairly all right and I fancy us to a few goals because again defensively they're just they're not all that so yeah I'm going to go 3-0 anyone else I'm oh go on James go on James and I'll say I'm going to go for a 2-1 win at home and I think Ben Rama will get his debut goal it's not his debut starting debut home debut home debut all right there you are um I'm going to say 2-0, but I really wouldn't be surprised if we dropped points. Really wouldn't. Um, 3-1 Fulham. No. Um, <laughs> Down standard. <laughs> uh, I don't care as long as we win. I'd love a clean sheet just to carry on the good defensive work. But I don't think we... I think, we'll, I think we might concede first this week and, it, and make a tough game of it. I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go one all. I think we dropped points. Do you know what? I'm so... glad you didn't predict a win because if we all predicted wins, we definitely would have lost. Yeah, I was tempted, but I... it's just West Ham, mate. We've been so good recently. I just, I hope I'm wrong. I, and I, hope going out I might have to back Fulham double chance just I because they're going people play. I'm going to be something. <laughs> I hope we go and absolutely trounce them, uh, which we can do. Obviously, without Antonio, it'd be tough. Um, but I, I, I just. 
I'm not. It's not like I'm not going into the game confident. I just know what we're like. That's all I'm thinking. Yeah. So I'm going to go with one all. Anyone else got anything to say about the game at the weekend? I'm looking yeah, forward to Hallas proving you all wrong. I hope Hallas does something. I really do. Well, um, we will have a, probably a quick episode next week to discuss what's gone on, or we might leave it for the week after because it is international break again next week with three games for England. Oh. Um, I dread them weeks, honestly. I yeah. The first time to get into lockdown, isn't it? Yeah, the only good thing about next week is the Masters is on. Like, yeah, I haven't got the NFL still. NFL and the Masters. That's the only good, the only good thing. I, I can actually sit and watch the Masters without having to worry about watching the football as well. Um, what a time to have an international break as well. It's only, it only feels like it was two weeks ago. Yeah. This is the last one for four months, five months. It's the yeah, last one until... As, it, as things stand, England's next game after these are... Um, the first game of the Euros, but they'll obviously Ooh, be friendlies chucked in before that. Yeah. yeah. No, there'll definitely be a few games before that. Um, yeah. We'll, so, yeah, we'll do one next week. We'll discuss England because I believe the squad come out today and I believe Declan Rice was in the squad. Yeah, Rice yeah, is in the squad. Yeah, there's 30 man squad as well because of three features. Is it Wednesday, Saturday, Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, we will discuss that. Ireland. Belgium and Iceland. someone else. James Ward proud. The midfielder England can oh, win. Iceland, we, need yeah. to, we need to beat Belgium and Iceland to to qualify, I believe, for the um. Well, as long as obviously Denmark drops points. Yeah, up Denmark me- messed us yeah. over. Yeah, so um, we'll get we'll, we'll come back to that next week. We'll discuss it a bit more. Um, and the last thing I think we've all got to say is, come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons.